<clears throat> me, 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 me. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Input Output Podcast. I'm going to probably actually lead it in. Um, <laughs> we're joined once again uh, by our co-hosts, MC Amazing and Mr. Gamerlift. And again, we have been blessed with the appearance of the wild, the flow. So how are you gentlemen doing today? And doing good, man. You know, I'm a super Saiyan wave today, man. I had to take my hair out, man. You know, uh, to get myself hopefully prepared for any takes that Mr. E has, you know, because he's he out here in these streets making people uh very upset, you know, <laughs> in the comments. But um glad to be back, man. Another uh Friday for some fighting game topics, you know, just like clockwork, you know. All of us are here. And again, just like Rexon said, we got the special guest appearance. Oh, at, at this point, he's a regular, you know, ain't no special guest. And I yeah. mean we've uh, me and Rex, I've known this guy for years, so it's, it's no special guest. He's a he's a part of the crew, man. Mr. Gal Flowers himself, man. You know, so <laughs> glad to have him back on the show. Uh, glad to be here, and I'm hand off to Mr. E. Mason. Thank you, Mr. Gaming Left. Hey, what's going on, everybody? As always, it's your boy MCE Mason coming at you on another input output with the crew, the TVFGC crew. Thanks again to Mr. Uh, Mr. Teal the Flow for coming back for yet once again another input output episode. We're always glad to have you, sir. Uh, as always, everybody, make sure you check out the Patreon. You know, we got a lot of FGC goodies. We're always constantly showing up more and more and more of the utmost in FGC entertainment. That's what we do here. And we're very proud of ourselves, um, especially when we're doing hot takes like I do, um, because you know how, you know me, everybody, I love to live in other people's minds rent free. Uh, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to our boy, Mr. T.O. The Flow. How are you doing today, sir? Oh man, I'm doing good. You know, everybody's all energized. I'm, I'm energized as well. Although I did go to the gym this morning and I was trying to do, I was doing some squats and my back was like, no, man, don't do this. And I was like, my mind was thinking like, no, I can do this. My back ended up winning. So <laughs> I had to, <laughs> had to put the barbell down this morning. It's like, nah, I think I'll, I'll give my back a rest. So yeah, the, the, the human side started coming out today. So I might have to, to ease up a little bit on the weights for the time being, but no, nah, all jokes aside, it's, it's good to be back. Uh, definitely great to join you all again for another episode and discuss some topics. I really like some of the things that we're going to get into today. So let's get it. Yeah, I can totally understand what that gym thing is. I'm, I'm well beyond that ego lifting stage now, man. If, if something <laughs> hurt and put it down, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even ego lifting. It was just like, you know, you know how some days you just go in and just your body just tells you like today a certain part will just say it's like, nah, today ain't it. Yeah. yeah, today was one of those days. <laughs> yeah, you keep trying to push, then next thing you know, five days later, you feel that little <sighs> like in the yeah, back, and it's just like, ah, right, yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> but yeah, you have, you have to get that, get the phone call from Chief. You see your uh, caller uh, ID is Chief. Pick up, and you're like, hello. He's like, this ain't it. He's like, all right. <laughs> one way trip to Snap City. So yeah, man. Um. But yeah, it's great to be here for another week. Uh, as always, you know, the topics today are pretty, pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if we'll get as many hot takes as last week. You know, he was trying to, he was, to, uh, you know, wetting the block up. So, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll get something for y'all entertainment. But uh, we can Must have been that Chicago air, man. Like you must have been. You, you was out there with <laughs> what they say the savages at. So you must have, you must have oh, went out no. there and just took on the energy. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we can go ahead and get into our first topic. So we'll start off with 
I guess the more somber news first to just go ahead and get it out the way. But um, so Soul Calibur Six and Tekken Seven producer Motohiro Akubo, if I pronounce that wrong, uh, y'all forgive me. Um, but he actually went on ahead and departed from Bandai Namco and has moved on to other ventures within the gaming community. So many people have, you know, really poured out and just give their opinions on, you know, what's the future of Soul Calibur Six going to be, you know, the state that it's in right now. And they wish he could have did a lot more before he left. We don't have to really too much worry about, you know, Tekken. You know, he wasn't the main producer on Tekken. And, you know, they go take care of that. That's their baby. So, um, yeah. but starting with you, uh, Mr. Gamerlift, give your opinion on it. How do you think it's going to affect the state of Soul Calibur Six where it is now? uh yeah go ahead um <clears throat> so with, with him leaving and uh seeing as he was a big player in like namco he's been there for such a long time it seems like he's had a a huge uh impact on the soul caliber games and i mean i'm a fan of the games i've played heavily throughout the whole series especially like four four and like five um and i'm he was definitely around during that time so it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of sad to see somebody like that go um, when you see like the game still being a pretty solid fighting game and it's progressing in its own way and you're hoping that the game keeps progressing. And, and if he was one of those people that, you know, was part of that, the reason why the game kept, you know, staying solid and it's kind of sad to see. Um, then you have the, the thoughts of like, well, who's going to take his place? Is this person going to have the same vision? Um, kind of like with Street Fighter when Ono left and, you know, at, at this moment, people are saying that, you know, Street Fighter Five got better when Ono left. So we don't know. Hopefully whoever comes and takes his place, uh, we'll keep that going and, and hopefully make the game even better if it, you know, if we get a Soul Calibur 7 or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the article, it said that um, he's going to, he's, he's still going to be working and apparently somewhere else that's kind of like, you know, uh, I guess a high profile place because I'm sure somebody like him with his his amount of experience and years of experience, somebody else want to pick him up and get him on a project. And I mean, this could lead to another solid fighting game. Maybe we might see some new IP come out of nowhere or he might work somewhere else. So I'm, I just hope that wherever he goes, his talents will be used just like they were at Namco. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we can see some more great things come from him. He also mentioned something about a, a Pac-Man 99 game. I guess he has something to do with that, which I think is, I'm assuming was like kind of like Tetris 99 was like, I think a battle royale style game. So um, that's kind of cool. He apparently, you know, has, has um, experience not only from fighting game, but other games as well. So that's dope to see. Um, but yeah, I, he's given us his his work. It's definitely been appreciated. Um, he's made some great games, been a part of those great games, and hopefully Soul Calibur cont continues. Because you know, with Namco, it's like right now Tekken is the Tekken is the big brother, and Soul Calibur is like the the smaller brother that's kind of following in the footsteps. Um, over the years, it's kind of it hasn't been that drastic of a difference. But you know, as the games grew, Tekken Six came along, and now Seven is just insane. Like it's grown like to new heights. And six has not been able to quite keep up, but even though it's still been a good game and still one of my favorite fighting games, I just hope that it continues and I hope that he also continues to do great things. So sad to see him go though. So from for me, like this is uh very disappointing because uh Soul Calibur Six is like my main fighting game. I've always been a fan of Soul Calibur ever since I I'm not like an OG like that. Like I've I didn't start playing Soul Calibur until Soul Calibur two. So you know, uh, since that time, I've always been a fan of Soul Calibur. Me and my, whenever Soul Calibur came out, we would always buy the game and we would play it hardcore. I mean, we played Soul Calibur 2, Soul Calibur 3, Soul Calibur 
for even though I didn't even own, I didn't even own the game because I was in college at that time and I didn't have I didn't I didn't have a, a 360 and I didn't have a um, PlayStation 3. I didn't have a 360 until way later. So you know I was playing Soul Calibur 4 and like Soul Calibur 5. Even though people didn't really like Soul Calibur 5 for various reasons, but I thought it was an all right game. I just think that uh, I would have liked to, to have Salomel in that game. But anyway, I I, I think like I don't know. I think we. We 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 lost a legend, man. We lost a legend. I know. I'm I'm glad that he's going to go off and like you know, uh, like uh, try out new opportunities and stuff like that. But at the same time, Soul Calibur Six is is a good is a really good game that needs all the help it can get. I think it's it's one of those games that didn't really get as much as attention as I feel like it deserved. Uh, it was very really really um, kneecapped when. Um, when uh, when the, we were about to do the whole like world tour, and then of course the pandemic happened, so then we didn't get the world tour. So it kind of it was already kind of like in that weird spot where it was kind of popular but not. And then right when it's about to like start, like they're about to okay, we're going to do a world tour. The pandemic happened, so now we didn't get the world tour, and now it's more or less like they're. It always felt kind of like it was less like Bandai Namco was kind of keeping the hype going, and it was all on us. Like it was all on the players to continuously keep the uh, keep keep the hype going. Now, when the DLC character would drop, I mean, we had some. It's not even like the DLC characters were like, oh, well, these are just throwaway DLC characters. We had um, we had a uh, Setska, which was somebody and people were asking for for a hot minute. We had Setska, we had Huang, we had um, Halmaru. We have like like, I mean. Yeah, we had 2B as well, but I mean, like, they can't all be gems, right? So, like, you know, there were all these, like, cool characters that they put into the game, and I don't know, I mean, this is just my opinion, like, I'm just putting this out there, but after a certain point, I mean, if you're really passionate about a project, and it just seems like you're not necessarily 100% getting, like, the same kind of support that you might see, like, other departments getting, like, then after a certain point, you're like, hey, you know what, maybe it might be time to move on. Maybe it might be time to like go seek new opportunities in other in other locations because if you're like you're putting your heart and soul into something and like the they're, they're kind of like oh, okay cool like yeah like sure whatever and then you know then things don't work out and it's it, it's bad enough if like they're if you don't feel like it's getting the right attention but it's even worse when like they don't give it the right amount of attention and then like you might have somebody on the other side being like, see, I told you it wasn't going to work out. Well, of course it wasn't going to work out. You weren't giving it the right kind of um, support in the first place. Meanwhile, you have like all these fans like me sitting here clamoring, like when is when season three, like who's the next DLC character? What's going to happen? What's, what, what, what are the next alterations to Soul Calibur six going to be? When is Soul Calibur seven coming out? I mean, after a certain, certain point, you're just kind of like, Hey man, I don't know, man. I don't, I, like they're not let. I mean, who knows, right? Because I I don't know the whole story, but it from from the outside looking in, it just se- always seemed like, at least in, especially in this case, that Soul Calibur Six just generally did not get the kind of TLC that like other games like Tekken did from Bandai Namco, and it's kind of a shame. So I mean, I wish him luck wherever he happens to land, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like man, like this is it's really sad. It's really sad, man. So, but uh. uh I hope all things work out for him. Yeah, just like uh, amazing. I, I have a, a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, soft spot in my heart for Soul Calibur, the the series as a whole. For me, I also started on Soul Calibur two. I was aware of Soul Calibur one and Soul Edge. Well, not really as much Soul Edge, but I was aware of Soul Calibur. I didn't have a Dreamcast, so there wasn't really a way I was going to play that. I played it like in the 
in the stores back when they had the the demo setups and uh like sears and all those other places but um i played two i played three i missed out on four just like ue because i didn't have a ps3 or a 360 at the time i played soul caliber 5 because i did have a ps3 at that time um and i bought six but i got into six way later um like i bought it like this year when it was on sale just because uh, there were some friends of mine who were getting into it and they wanted to play so i kind of dabbled around a little bit but didn't really stick with it i kind of regret that i didn't jump in when it came out because that's as we all know that's the best time to get into a fighting game is when it's released because that's when everybody no one knows exactly what they're doing and everyone's learning together but as the years go on if you try to jump into a fighting game that's been out for a while you're just going to run into everybody who knows what they're doing and you're going to have a hard time but that's neither here nor there um I'm going to focus more less on him leaving like that. That is unfortunate that he's leaving, but I'm assuming, you know, after like what he was there for like 20, 25 years or 25 so. Years. Yeah. 25 years after all that time. Hey, Hey, that's respectable. The fact that he was there that long and he's moving on to something else. <clears throat> um, a lot of times with um, these uh, devs and um, producers and whatnot, changing roles um and like leaving companies after being there for so long sometimes it actually might be for the best just because it allows some new blood to come in or somebody with like a different perspective that may be able to give a different take on like a certain franchise i mean like uh devin mentioned earlier with street fighter 5 once ono left it seemed like street fighter 5 gotten a lot better it got in a better position just because I don't want to put it all on Ono. I don't I don't think it all the onus is all on him. But at the same time, because he was like the producer, director, or whatever his official title was for the game, a lot of the blame is kind of just shifted to him. And then just also the whole Capcom fighting game division as well. But back to Soul Calibur. I think the main thing that needs to be looked at here is how did well did Soul Calibur 6 do in terms of sales? Like I think that's really is what going to determine whether Bandai Namco continues to do anything with the franchise or not. And I was talking with you all earlier, and it looks like Soul Calibur VI sold really well. It sold 2 million copies. The most sold Soul Calibur, to my understanding, is Soul Calibur IV, which sold a little over 2 million, like close to 3 million copies. Um, you know, Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure Soul Calibur IV is the one that sold the most. And I... It's weird. Tekken, not Tekken, but uh, Soul Calibur has always been like the little brother to Tekken. And I'm not really sure why it never reached like the levels of Tekken. Tekken is just considered a more respected franchise for whatever reason. And I can see maybe Bandai Namco's next big fighting game being whatever the next Tekken is going to be, whether it's Tekken 8 or Tekken Tag, whatever. I, If they do another Soul Calibur, it's probably going to be down the line like we're probably not going to see another soul caliber like a, a brand new game until the latter part of this decade probably and i mean that's unfortunate but i think the reality is that they're probably just going to put all the resources that they have into the next tekken game before they put anything into the soul caliber game i know they're um to my at least i'm pretty sure they're made by two different teams but i still believe that they're probably going to put the majority of the focus on tekken and not have anything like deviated from that to like work on Soul Calibur. Now, whether they're going to have another season for Soul Calibur, who knows? I mean, like E was saying, the players, I mean, they're asking for it. It's just up to Bandai Namco to deliver on it. So who knows? Maybe they'll pull a Mortal Kombat 11 where they just announce, hey, we're done. <laughs> They'll be sad, but 
it that might actually happen, you know. And I think I think there's no fault with Soul Calibur Six. I think it it's a good game. It had great guest characters. It had the the roster was solid. It brought back a lot of the elements that people have been asking for, like a lot of the um stuff they were trying to do with Soul Calibur Five in terms of like rebooting things and like adding newer characters like pretty much um like successors to like the old characters a lot of people didn't really like that and so they scrapped that whole thing and i guess technically six is kind of considered like a soft reboot of the franchise so yep. yeah i don't think there's i don't think there's anything that soul caliber six did wrong i think it's fine it's just it just doesn't sell as well as light tekken and i think as a result it's never going to be given the level of appreciation that it probably deserves so at this point I think it's just up to Bandai Namco whether or not they want to continue with the franchise or just let it go back into dormancy. Yeah, I think with most people, the thing they're more so concerned about is just maybe they don't feel like Soul Cal with him leaving at this point, Soul Calibur Six wasn't kind of like on solid ground. You know, uh, coming from five, people were saying that they didn't really like that one too much, and then coming to six, people say it's a great game, great gameplay and stuff like that. Like you said, great characters. But they just still had their qualms with it. Like I saw some people saying, like this was probably like one of their least fun single player experiences when it comes to a Soul Caliber. Or some people saying that, well, you know, uh, some things were wonky as far as like playing it on different systems and you know, uh, DLC and things like that. So they him leaving at this point, they're kind of like, man, we're kind of like in a position where we want to get stable or feel like we're stable first, and then he's like leaving. So. You know, which is understandable, but, you know, I try to always just keep a positive, you know, outlook on stuff and not just be like, oh, it, I think it's bad now. It's probably going to stay bad with this going on, you know, so hopefully. Um, but also with him leaving, um, like what Terrence said, he, he's been there 25 years, you know, that's a lot of time at one company. You know, and like he said, who knows, behind the scenes, there might be stuff going on to where he's just like, man, I've done 25 years. Y'all not really trying to, you know, handle stuff the way I feel like it should be handled. You know, you made me the head producer for this. Because I think Soul Calibur 6 was his first Soul Calibur he was like the head producer of. So, um, yeah, who knows the reasons and stuff like that. So, but hopefully everything will work out great. So, does anybody else have anything they want to add? I mean, like, the, the the thing is, like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, I'm kind of hoping that things work out on both ends, right? I'm hoping that, you know, on the one end, he, like, he gets into, you know, a new endeavor that lets him, not only, like, that, that uh, I guess, lets him express himself a little bit more, more maybe. I mean, maybe, like, he might have felt like he didn't get to express himself. Maybe he didn't get to put his, like, fingerprints on the game as much. So maybe you'll get into another another gaming endeavor that lets him put it, have it, like, have his fingerprints on it a little bit. And then on the other side, you know, hoping that, like uh, you guys were saying, like that somebody comes in to fill that spot that is like, okay, you know, like we get, you know, we have fresh eyes on like an old, an old concept, right? So somebody says, hey, you know what? This, we can fix this, 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 and this, and we can make Soul Calibur Six a greater, an even greater game. And then maybe like somebody who, who knows all the, I guess, all the channels that they need to go through to even make sure that we have like a, a we ensured like we get like a new season maybe even uh soul caliber seven you know i mean like the, the i mean like it could, it could go either way but i'm hoping like you know like um like uh what's called rex on max was saying like you know that like staying positive about where what'll happen with soul caliber and with um um okubo 
uh, after um, after this. So I'm I'm just hoping that on both ends, like things end up going going right because, yeah, like I mean, especially in terms of Soul Calibur because it's a good series. It's uh, it's been a pretty good series. Even Soul Calibur Five, which people didn't really like as much, I enjoyed Soul Calibur Five. It was one of the the Same. first time that I, yeah, exactly right. Like it's the first time that um I played Astroth. And it like really, like really sat down. I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to play this character. And then, you know, I was like, okay, he's pretty cool. I think Soul Calibur, I didn't, and I'm like, the only reason I did that was because the Salomel wasn't in Soul Calibur 5. And then in Soul Calibur 6, they brought back the Salomel. And the funny thing is, is that the Salomel in Soul Calibur 6 is the best he's ever been. Like he was better, than, definitely better than he was in Soul Calibur 3. He's better than he was in Soul Calibur 4. And it's, it wasn't in Soul Calibur 5 and in Soul Calibur 6, like, uh, arguably, like this is like the best version of the Salomel. I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, I don't really like the way that they, I don't really like, I don't know that something about the way this character works that I'm not really a fan of. So I switched over to Astaroth and I haven't looked back, man. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm always hoping for like Soul Calibur to thrive, man. Like I've been hoping that since like I was a kid. I, ho I can hope we continue to get Soul Calibur games in the future. And I'm just, man, I just love Soul Calibur, man. Like it's definitely right now my favorite fighting game. You know, I actually thought about something I, I want to say real quick. I think the the whole issue with Tekken is um it's I think Tekken is just way more flashy. And let's be honest, most people like stuff that's in your face flashy. Like he's seven, like I mean the character selection is glass shattering and who's ready for the next bit just it's so much stuff with the, the, the characters, designs, is just a lot of stuff going on. Um, the music, the stages, and not to say that Soul Calibur doesn't have that stuff, but it's just not on the level of Tekken. And it's not, it's not even like it's the game, like it's necessarily the fault. It's just the, the, like the games are different. Soul Calibur is set in like these very like historic times. It's not like, you know, futuristic and modern, you know, um, so it's not going to be as like over the top in your face. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe they can do like a reboot to take uh, Soul Cattle, maybe make, make it in the future, but like have the same type of story and, you know, Soul Cattle is like a futuristic like blade or I don't know, just something. I don't know how people would take a liking to that. They probably would hate it. They'd be like, Soul Cattle in the future, what is this, Plasma Sword, you know? So I, I don't know, that that would probably be very jarring for people. Or people could like it. It's like, oh, this is what we wanted. We wanted it to be modern. I don't know. But I think that's I think that's my reason behind why Soul Calibur always lags behind. Just because of the the flair is there with Tekken and not so much with Soul Calibur. Something I also just thought about is um I don't think Soul Calibur in Japan is in arcades like that. I'm not saying that it's not in arcades like at all, but I don't think its prestige level in arcades is anywhere near Tekken's level. And so I think that kind of plays into it from the Japanese side as well. It's just that Tekken is everywhere in the arcades in Japan. And Soul Calibur, I don't really know much about its, its presence in Japanese arcades. So that might be a thing too. Would I be crazy in saying the music in Tekken is like way better than it is in Soul Calibur? It's a different... Yeah. It, it's yeah. different. Like, well, it's, yeah. so Tekken is more electronic-focused while Soul Calibur is very much orchestral. Orchestral. Yeah, like I was about to say, yeah. that feel you get when you play Tekken 2 just based off his music, like, just hearing that music, like, I can remember being in places and hearing the music from Tekken and being drawn to it just from, like, the sound I was hearing, like, what is playing this lovely noise? So uh, that's just another way I can see, like, they really, really invest heavily in the Tekken, like, the music is, like, 
But like I said, it's a different thing. They have like that medieval feel and stuff, the Soul Calibur and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Soul so. Calibur is more like an epic, like a kind of like a uh, uh kind of like a Gulliver's Travels kind of. That, that's a weird comparison, but it has like a novel esque epic feel to it, while Tekken. It's just different. It's it's yeah. They're they're not the same in that regard. I mean, not that one is better than the other. They're just not the same. Yeah, yeah. probably not fair to compare them. It's like the Game of Thrones versus Ma- the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, if I had to compare it to like a TV show, yeah, it's kind of Game of Thrones esque in a sense, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Like the the whole tone. I think the whole tone of Soul Calibur is a lot different than Tekken in general. Like the if you've ever looked at the backgrounds, like the way that the backgrounds are done in Soul Calibur as opposed to Tekken, there's a lot. If you've like, there's in most Tekken backgrounds, there's a lot going on. Like, like there are exceptions, right? Like there's um, what's that? Uh, like uh, Infinite Azure, where it's basically just yeah. like you know, like there's really nothing going on. But then there's like you know, Violet Industries, where there's like a whole bunch going on. There's like you know, um, what's the Devil's Pit, where there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on. You have like volcanoes exploding in the background. And everything like that there's fire everywhere and then in, like if you go to like soul caliber if um like um uh like the the one like the moonlit forest or whatever like they have like the um uh like it's like a, it's a forest and it's basically you're like in a little canyon and there's like trees and there's animals running around in the background but there's it's not like it's not like they those are they don't necessarily draw your attention too much like you can see them if you're looking if you happen to look but it's like it's like the the backgrounds in Soul Calibur, or I feel like they're the backgrounds are more like background ish, if that makes any sense. Like they're, they're like more like fantasy based. Yeah, like I they're feel more like, static. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel like they're not really trying static. to take your attention away. Yeah. yeah, like there's like there's like like there's stuff going on in the backgrounds, but yeah, there's not like you know there's that one spot where it's just like a square in the middle, and then everything else is desert. Now there's yeah. like there's stuff going on, but it's not like anything that's going to draw your attention too much. It's basically like it's a background. It's a nice background, but there's nothing going on to like draw your attention away from the fighting pretty much. Like it's all it's all about the fight. It's basically all about the fight, you know. Yeah, Soul Calibur is also more open in terms of its spacing too in comparison to Tekken. Like Tekken is a bit closer than Soul Calibur in terms of just like the arena. I mean, it's like yeah. Soul Calibur, you kind of, you can move around a bit more than you can in Tekken. Yeah. And I think that kind of feeds in like one of, um, you know, cause like the uh, actual movement um, style. I eight think, way run. Like movement yeah. Style. Yeah. The eight way run. Exactly. Yeah. Like everybody who play, every character in Soul Calibur looks like they do quick feet every morning. I've said that for a hot minute. Everybody looks like they get up in the morning and then, okay 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 like that they do that every morning like you know and in tekken you know unless you're like korean backdashing or wave dashing everywhere everybody's everybody's moved there everybody's pretty glued to the ground everybody's feet are pretty yeah that's definitely true you know so i mean like it's it so it's it's really weird because like in some ways in some ways tekken is more fast-paced but in some ways, like, and especially in the movement, Soul Calibur is a little bit more fast paced because everybody's just kind of like, everybody's got that foot movement, you know? So I don't know, like, it, it's really, it's really weird. I guess what it comes down to is um, preference, you know, what your preferences are in terms of like how you want your fighting to be done, like, you know, what the pace is in terms of movement, what the pace is in terms of combos and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's like, but. We can go ahead and move on to this next topic, which will kind of, well, I guess we didn't make it as somber as it 
you know, it could have been, but so we'll go on to this next topic. But so we're talking about the Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. So your hostie, one of the personalities within the FGC, actually came out and said, mm-hmm. like, look, I'll just say, you know, I'll say it. You know, I'll just say what needs to be said. But this Nick All-Stars don't look like it's actually going to be that good. And so, you know, it's one of the games that when it was announced, people were pretty, pretty hype about it. I mean, it's Nicktoons characters fighting each other. I mean, you know, if you were born in that era, you know, that's pretty exciting to you. So, um, but a lot of people chimed in and they were saying like, you know, hey, I mean, we kind of feel the same way. It's basically just people kind of hype just from who it is within the game. So uh, give it to you guys. How do you guys feel about it? Do you feel like uh, they're right? Like that it's not going to be like that good. People are just kind of hyped just because it's Nicktoons. Or do you feel like, I mean, we should give it a chance. It might actually be better than you think, you know, uh, and not go that way of said PlayStation All-Star. So starting with you, Mr. Gaming, look. Well, I mean, honestly, this is just one of them things like, like you said earlier, the hype. You, 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 if you were to do this with Cartoon Network, it'd be the same thing. Oh my gosh, Cartoon Network! I can I can run hands with Dexter and put him against Ed. Oh man, it's gonna be dope. This gonna be the best game ever. It's like, um, and really, what I feel like they should have done was this would have really probably broke the internet. I mean, Nick All Stars kind of did on Twitter for a few days for the week that it was announced. Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon, like you could have made it like some some mvc type stuff like man where, you want to talk man, about licensing nightmare <laughs> like hey man jimmy versus dexter man who, who got the biggest brain you got the highest iq man um <laughs> but with, with nick all-stars i don't know man i i, I saw signs the, the first thing to me it looks cool this will be dope something fun to play the smash the smash style was like the most sensible to uh, emulate for this type of game if you're going to make it. Uh, but there were some signs that kind of was like, uh, this might just be something cool. I don't know if this is going to come in and like, we're going to start having Nick all stars at Evo or something. Like, I don't know if we going to, it's going to go that far. Um, but like just certain things, like they didn't have certain characters shown at first. And I'm just like, at this point, there should be no characters like hidden. Like that's one thing, like just, just give us all the characters. Like, don't be like blacking people out. Like, we know the characters. It's not like this is some new IP or something that we don't know. Like, we know the characters. Just give us a a good amount of the characters that we know and love. Like, Aang wasn't show the first, and I'm like, we know he's gonna be in the game. Why are you trying to make it a secret? Just put him out there. Like that. That's gonna that's gonna give it hype. Like he's one of the few actual fighters out of Nick. Like you know, so like why not just put him up there? Um, you know, we got SpongeBob. Yeah, you know, he got a spatula. He's cool, but it's like, I don't know, man. Um, and seeing the gameplay, it looked. I mean, it looks like there's so many Smash clones at this point. Like the the style of Smash is just like you when you see it, you see it, you know it. Like, um, it looks the same. There's like the combo structure seems to work the same. You attack them, you follow them, you dodge all that type of stuff. Looks cool. Um, but that, I mean, there's there's games I've seen on Steam. One game in particular called Brawl Out which is actually a really good Smash-type game, but, I mean, I don't think anybody played it because, you know, just if it ain't Smash, people usually ain't going to play it. And I hate to say it, but it's like I, I, I don't want it to fail, but I feel like this is just going to be PlayStation All-Stars 2. Um, again, it looked cool. It's, like, cool to see this come out, but it's like when a game like this comes out, it's a fighting game, especially you got to see the gameplay. You got to get your hands on it, right? 
everybody was everybody was hyped about PlayStation All Stars. They thought like this gonna be the next big thing, right? And we ain't seen PlayStation All Stars two, and probably never will. That game felt um, like trash, though. <laughs> it was. I mean, but the, the the bad thing about it was just the fact that it was compared to Smash off the rip, like. It really didn't even get a chance to like be its own thing, and I mean, of course, it makes yeah. sense because it's that type of game. Yeah. But they they did. I mean, they did some decisions that didn't make sense. Like the whole killing with supers was kind of. I didn't yeah. really. That was dumb. It's like. Yeah, that that um, wasn't a good decision. Yeah, it, it it left a lot of things like you know certain things. So I feel like the game had potential. Um, I feel like a PlayStation All Stars game could be really good, and I feel like we should a game like that. It's, it makes a lot of sense. It's a fun concept. Um, even something like you know, maybe, maybe now Capcom might do something like this. We might get another Capcom All Stars. I mean, that'll be they—they they probably won't do a Smash style, but you know, I feel like they could be successful with that. They weren't really successful the first time they tried something like that, and that was um, Capcom Fighting Evolution, which was kind of an All Stars type game. But yeah, we'll just have to w- see. Wouldn't man. you consider like Power Stone more so like their Smash yeah. game, quote unquote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Power Stone, yeah. Now that's that's a game I think that could come out and really make big waves if you know they did it right, Power Stone. Uh, yeah. But we, I mean, we haven't seen one of those like in forever. And yeah. at this point, will, will we ever see another Power Stone? But um, Nick All Stars, and it, it might prove what's wrong. It might come out and it might beat Smash when it comes out. It might be like, oh, I want Smash. I, Trying to run these infinites with SpongeBob. I'm trying to do this up tilt with Texture Man. I'm not, I'm not trying to play Mario anymore. I want to play Michelangelo. You know, so, um, but that's that's gonna be that's gonna be really hard if it did accomplish that. But yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be a random meal game. It should be about thirty to forty dollars. Comes out, give us a decent handful of characters. Like there should be a good amount of people in the roster because like. One thing that will kind of make me iffy too is like giving us a bunch of DLC in a game where it's like, come on now. Like, <laughs> we know these characters. Like I said earlier, we know these characters. Just give them to us. Let us play and see how the game is. Um, but I don't know, man. It might, it might be hot for a week or we might see it constantly in LBC. Who knows, man? I'm, I do want to try it, though. Don't, I'm not saying I don't want to play it. I definitely want to play SpongeBob in a, in a Smash fighting game, but I don't know, man. I think they're just using the, the nostalgia to get people in. KIT already said that they might think about running it because, you know, KIT is in late October. So yeah. they think they might have, like, they said they might think they might have a side tournament for it. But I think if they was going to do that thing with, like, releasing all the characters at one time, they should have they should have relate waited closer to the release date to do it to make it more of an impulsive buy. Like, you know, like, oh, they got all these characters in it. Like, it's going to be out in a month. Go ahead and buy it then. So, but I'm sorry, I'm taking up your uh, your shine, bro. Oh, yo, were you done, Mister Gaming Lift? Yeah, I'm, I'm done, man. Okay, so in that case, uh, listen, guys, uh, I got to tell you. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the clip. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I. I... <laughs> I, I had this in mind when, like, uh, I tried to be optimistic. I really want to be optimistic about the game, right? I really did. I tried to, like, you know, but I, I got to tell you, man, I'm. <laughs> are is the FGC really that desperate that, like, the one of the big things that comes out is like Nintendo All Star Brawl? I mean, we have all these games coming out, and we're really like, and we're really like, oh my god, Nintendo All Star Brawl. Holy smokes! I can't. Bu- 
Nah, man. I'm sorry, bro. I love Nickelodeon. Don't get me wrong. But when, when immediately when a game like this comes out, I'm just kind of like, really, Nintendo? Immediately, I think of what was it? Um, like one of those games that they used to Are give you saying away Nintendo on purpose? I just want to make sure. <laughs> Oh, did I say Nintendo? I'm yeah, sorry. you said you said it like three times. <laughs> I didn't know if you were doing that intentionally or not. <laughs> uh, no, I was not doing that intentionally, but it might, it might be a Freudian slip, though. But yeah, but yeah, like, but yeah, like whenever Nickelode like like Nickelodeon makes these game made this game right, and it reminded me of like when uh, the Burger King thing came out, like when they have like the Burger King bumper cars or whatever, and I'm just like. This is like a free game that you give away with a with a happy meal, you know, with like a kid's meal or something. I'm just like, dude, what is this? Nickel, like what we were saying earlier, when has Nickelodeon ever made a game that you've been like, oh man, I gotta go out and play that. That is like, oh, like, when has that ever happened? Has that ever happened where you were just like, yo, man, that, that's looking pretty fire. I'm gonna have to go to GameStop right now. When's the last time you put down $5 at GameStop to buy a Nickelodeon game? When's the last time you went to GameStop? <laughs> That's the better question. <laughs> the only time I can maybe say that was when they made the uh, game that I might have been doing because I think it was made by Platinum, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But even that was kind of like it was average. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. It's like when do you... I don't know, man. I, like I just want to say, it's like, dude, when when did when did we get so? Why did we get so desperate for fighting games that we were willing to like, you know, accept a, a game like that would come with a happy meal, man? I don't know. It, it's maybe because they said it, like, it came with rollback, man. Maybe that's all we needed at this time. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean that's pretty bad, man. Like we're setting the bar uh, really low now, man. I'm sorry. Like it's we're saying like, yo, man, for a game to be acceptable, all it has to do is have rollback. That's it. Oh, we're <laughs> rollback. Like. Man, come on, dude. I don't know. Like, I, I the concept is cool. Not to say the concept isn't cool. I want it, I want something like this to be good, just like anybody else does. But realistically speaking, Nickelodeon. All I, the moment I, the moment I heard Nickelodeon, I'm like, forget it. For, like, you don't even need to get me to the All Star Brawl. Like, forget about the All Star Brawl. When you said Nickelodeon, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, man. Nope. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm was like, your childhood okay? <laughs> was your childhood okay oh, did, did all the tvs oh, in your house not work oh i'm sorry but i'm asking you like when was the last time like i said how many nickelodeon games have you played how many nickelodeon oh how many nickelodeon games do you have in your library right now tell me how many you got go ahead tell me how many do you have in your library right now uh coming up this october they'll make it uh one <laughs> So zero right now. So like, so let's be. I'm just saying. Like, I love Nickelodeon shows, but when you tell me a Nickelodeon game is coming out, I'm just like, oh yeah, here we go. Nickelodeon, forget it, forget it, get out of here. Like, if a if a sales if a salesman came up, hey, uh, I got this really great game. Oh, tell me what it is. It's Nickelodeon. Close the door. Forget it. Get out. Get out of here. Get off my property. I'm not trying to play a nickel. I'm not trying to play a Nickelodeon game. And I'm telling you, like it's it. Honestly speaking, I agree. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that great. And like I'm like, man, what if they put this character in? And what if they put that character in? It's going to be real. Wait a minute, this is a Nickelodeon game. What am I saying? Forget it, man. Like I don't even know. 
come on, man. Like I said, it's like I will I want to be pleasantly surprised, but at this point, I'm just kind of like, man, Nickelodeon All-Star. No, I I don't know, man. <laughs> even when people put even when people put like the, the word all-star in the in the game name, I'm always a little wary, even then. I'm like, I don't know. The the term all-star has always been really weird to me, man. Like it's like, yeah, man, we got all-star. Like Look at PlayStation All Stars, man. Like, can we? I mean, and like, what oh, Terrence, you were saying earlier, like, like they might not even have like voice acting in the game. Like, they might have like, yeah. what? Like, that's that's like <laughs> that's like most of what attracts people to Nickelodeon. Like, all the the voice acting. What are you gonna tell? You're gonna have a game with cartoon characters without voice acting? What's wrong with you? You can't do that. Well, I'll tell you what, you can do that, but I'm not gonna buy the game. I w- I'm, doubly le- I'm doubly less likely to buy the game if it doesn't have voice acting in it. A cartoon game with no voice acting? What are you thinking? Anyway, man, that, that's all I gotta say. I'm just saying like, it, it's, it's not looking good for Nickelodeon All-Star, ba- oh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, whatever you wanna call it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna remember the name because I'm probably not gonna buy it. So there you go. Is the player haters ball coming up soon? Because it seems like you're working real hard for a nomination, bro. What? No, come on, man. Bro, listen, man. Do you really want to have a game that comes out and you're just sitting there and they're like, oh, boy, I'm so excited to play Nigel Thornberry versus, like, uh, versus Catdog, and it comes out and it's garbage? You're going to be mad. And you are going to... Oh, man. And like oh, Mr. Game and Lift said, God forbid if it comes out and it's a $60 release. If that game comes out, it's a $60 release and it's garbage. You are going to be, you're, it'll be scorched earth. Like Nickelodeon will probably never make another video game ever again. They will close their studio. You guys remember when that Final Fantasy, that Final Fantasy movie came out? The first one, remember that? Like when that came out and it basically single-handedly closed the Square Enix like movie like section, like the movie department, like that movie on its own, just basically like, hey, you know what? <laughs> this ain't worth it, guys. We, we tried, but nah, forget about it. Like this, if this game comes out $60, no voice acting with, oh man, with bad gameplay? Uh-uh, now I'm, I'm saying, I wanna be cautiously optimistic and hope that it's good, but like I said, we haven't, where's the gameplay footage? Where's all the gameplay footage? Where, like, you know what I mean? Like we haven't, I haven't seen enough to make it worth buying. Like there's not enough like information about it out there. So like, listen, I'm not gonna take up too much more time. I'm just gonna say that it doesn't look good to me and I will not be buying it day one. And that's the bottom line. Cause Amazing <laughs> said so. <laughs> no, but uh, so my take on it is you could tell this game was made on a cookie cutter budget, like, or is being made on a cookie cutter budget. It just is what it is. It was announced like in July and we're getting it in October, which you would think that's a great thing. It's like, Oh, it's a surprise. We're get- this game was just announced and we're getting it like months later. That's amazing. But that's kind of a sign also that this game was probably something that was just handed to the developers. And it's like, if you can pull this off, you can, but if you can't, then, you know, it's no skin off our backs, you know, kind of thing. And so I say it's, 
obviously it's made on cookie cutter budget because one thing the look of the game it doesn't look bad but at the same time it's not like the best looking game which i mean as we talked last week about kof 15 that's not like the best looking game ever but it by no means looks bad i think this nick all-stars game it looks along the lines of how a lot of the other nickelodeon games have been made like the the most of the spongebob games kind of look similar to that i can't talk about the sales for those games you might actually be surprised those games might sell very well among kids or whoever buys them i i don't know the sales date on that but for nick all-stars it may just be a game that the fgc just won't end up caring about and that's fine i mean there's plenty of fighting games that have come out and FGC is just kind of like whatever about it. I'm very curious to see how like the casual market picks it up. Like just casual fans who have nothing to do with the FGC, just people who like Nicktoons and like the idea of Nicktoons being in a Smash style game. And I think that's really what it is, is that got people hyped for it initially. It's not that it's like fake hype or anything. It's that the idea of classic Nickelodeon cartoons coming together and fighting each other in a Smash style game, that concept alone, that's amazing. I mean, the the potential is the ceiling for the potential for that sort of concept is just the ceiling is like 27 floors or so <laughs> it's the fact that i can have cat dog spongebob powdered toast man ren and stimpy all these classic nick characters in a game facing off against each eh, facing off against each other that's that's mind-blowing, especially when a lot of those characters, they haven't been relevant for years, like decades, like Powdered Toast Man. Who's, whoever talked about Powdered Toast Man within like the past 10 years? So the fact that they were willing to even put somebody like that in this game shows that, you know, maybe if it does well enough, they can start pulling um, some other classic characters into it. Now, I will admit with the roster as it is right now, I'm interested. I'll, I'll have to see how it is when the game comes out. But there are some characters that are missing right now that I think they could definitely stand to add. I would love it if they add uh, Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Timmy Turner should definitely be in the game. He might be announced later on. Who knows? Um, supposedly, based on the leak, the Avatar characters are in the game, which that's no surprise. Avatar is huge. There's You'd be stupid to not put those characters like Kor and Aang in the game. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of other classic Nicktoons that... They could easily put into it and they're probably just saving them from dlc just because like i said this is a cookie cutter game and depending on how well it does they might add more to it like ue i'm very disappointed if they decide to not have any voice acting in it but that go, kind of goes back to the budget thing uh, and this is just me coming from like a voice acting perspective um all those actors for those characters I know they have to pay like union or like the SAG rates for them and they probably cannot afford that at all based on the budget for the game. So they just figured, hey, we just won't do, we just won't have any voice acting because you'd have to get people like Tara Strong. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 You have to get people like Tara Strong yeah. in the game and like, uh, shoot, none of the people are coming to my mind, but you all know, like, like all, these child, all these, what? yeah, Tom Kenny. Yeah, exactly. You have to get like Tom Kenny, all these people who voice these legendary characters like over the years and so they probably just didn't think it was worth it who knows maybe if this game does billy well west. enough huh billy west yeah billy west yeah um yeah there's so many legendary voice actors that they would have to get it's not like they would yeah. they'd have to pay like millions or something for somebody but they'd have to pay certain rates based on the actors union for those actors and they probably just cannot right. do it for the budget for this game it reminds me a lot 
of Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. I think when that game came out, it didn't have any voice acting, or if it had voice acting, it was like minimal at best, <laughs> like grunts, and that was kind of it. So I think this game is going to be along those lines where depending on how it's received and how well it does, they'll start to maybe add more to it. And if it's like Power Rangers where they uh, continue to add more to it and give people the stuff that they're asking for, who knows? They might have a low-key hit on their hands, but it's yet to be determined. I think this is a game where, just like I said, the FGC probably isn't really going to buy into it, and it is what it is. But if the casual market eats it up, like if kids see this or if just people who love classic Nicktoons see it and they pick it up, I mean, that's a win for the developers because that's a sale. So, hey, if the FGC doesn't get behind the game, I mean, that might not be any skin off the developers' you know, nose. You know, it just is what it is. Not every fighting game has to appeal. Just because it's a fighting game doesn't necessarily mean it has to appeal to the FGC. I know that's a concept for some people. It's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But the majority of people oh, who did. buy these games, they are casuals. They're not like the high-level competitors who are going out here doing like 50-hit combos and games and just like wrecking tournaments. The base that really matters for a lot of these games and the sales that matters, they're going to come from the casual crowd. That's just, hey, it is what it is. Bro, what you mean? We the FGC games live and die off our opinions. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they do. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, um, man, like, I really, you know, we, we could say a lot about the game, like, no voice acting. Um, you know, you just don't seem to like Nickelodeon, period. But, um, uh, it- Sorry to interrupt, but in regards to the voice acting thing, it's like, come on, like, how many of us would love to hear uh, Nigel Thornberry go smashing? You know, if you support oh, it, <laughs> if you support it, they'll be able to put it in there. But uh, Bro, they, sh- they should have that in there already. What? No, never mind. <laughs> Bro, they gave him two dollars and said, "Make a game." But, but well, uh, yo, man, it's that's my fault. Like, <laughs> hey, man, if you want to see it grow, support it. But I'm telling you, like, what? just just off the fact that it has rollback, familiar characters, if they just put, put the majority of the money into making sure the gameplay is solid, this game could actually have enough support to, like, blow up and then finally go ahead and put all the extra stuff in there that people... Because really, at the end of the day, like, with familiar characters and good netcode, if it could just play good, like, play well, it'll be solid. And then we can, like, go from there on you know what'll happen next that's true you know because it's probably I mean, will happen yeah because developers are just like look show me you know we already taking a risk on this it's not like they didn't have an extra they couldn't find extra money but it's more so like this is how much we believe in it if y'all can help whoever funded this see that y'all like then we could get more so i think i think it could actually do pretty well I mean, now uh, do I based off what I've seen? Do I can I say that? I don't know, cause I ain't seen a lot. I mean, all I've seen is exactly. like the the reveal trailer, uh, cat dog, and man, forgive me, I didn't forgot old girl name from Ninja Turtles, but oh, April. Uh, April, April, yeah. yeah. So you know, just that's really all I've seen. You know, no really like you know, the clips of just one single fight segment. The longest it be is like three seconds. So, you know, I mean, it's cool that, you know, Cat Dog, when he do his up till he, you know, he turned to the big, you know, he turned to Devin. So, you know, that's pretty cool. So, um, 
I mean, I want it to be good. I mean, Nintendo has been around doing the whole Smash thing for a while. It would be great to have another game with another, like, area or universe of recognizable characters that's really doing the same thing, you know? And even though Nintendo is like this juggernaut, I feel like people, they're so big and pe- for so long that people have gotten used to them to a point to where, like, there really might not be too much comparison, you know, because at the end of the day, who's really expecting it to be Smash Brothers? Like, who? Yeah, it plays the same, but who who really wants it to be Smash Brothers? So um, that's how I feel at the end of the day. I still, you know, have optimism for it, which I do with everything, you know, <laughs> even if I shouldn't. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's how I feel. So anybody else got anything to add? I want to say so. After all, we well, after we've all gave our given our takes, I feel like there's a few scenarios with this game. Uh, one could be like uh, Rexon was just saying, you know, like they're maybe they're bringing us out and they're hoping to believe in it, and maybe the people you know can buy it and then start to put the funds in it to make it even better. But I don't know. I, I feel like it could possibly be one of those things like. So this game, right? We we've seen it, and it, it looks it looks pot like it looks polished enough. Like it shows people getting hit, people striking, and characters on the screen. They're moving around, so we got we got that part out of the way. It's it's apparently functioning. Hopefully, it's not like VCI. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> so and also this game, it, it makes the most sense to make a game like this with these characters and this. Kitty universe, you know, in the Smash style, it makes sense because it's maybe they aren't even really saying it's a fighting game. Well, maybe maybe they wanted it to be like Smash was originally intended, a party game. It's just that they happen to fight each other. So you know, typically we see people throwing hands in games. That's a fighting game, but Nintendo's like, no, it's a party game. And you know, the Smash community said, no, this is a fighting game. This is not a party game. You see all these councils I'm doing. This is fighting game. So. It's, it could have been one of those things, or I have a sneaking suspicion. It's like, oh, they just were in a room, maybe like, what can we bring out that's going to get people's attention and that they love to see? What characters? What group of characters? Nicola, oh, Nicola, oh, so many characters they'll love. Because think about, like, like Terry said, to- Powder Toast Man. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm 30. Even I didn't know who Powder Toast Man I'm like, who is that? So. I'm wow. like, because you know, <laughs> like he, he also said it could be trying to appeal to the casual audience and the younger audience, but it's like if you bring a powder toast man in, you you appeal to people like us and the, the, the kids who grew up in the '90s and stuff. So these other kids like oh, they're they gonna be calling them bread man. They're gonna be calling yeah. bread man. So it's like I want to play a bread man that is, you know, now SpongeBob makes sense because. SpongeBob has been around for a while. He appeals to the younger audience, right? Um, even Avatar, I guess. But there's really no other characters in there that necessarily I feel like ring a bell with like kids that are younger nowadays. I think the only yeah. ones would be um, Ninja Turtles. They have a couple maybe. characters from like the Loud family. I think that's what okay. the show is called. Yeah. And maybe Turtles because they still have the new Nick show. And also, I said this earlier, that, that was weird to me that they brought Ninja Turtles in, but it's not the Nick versions. Damn, the way they're the art style is they're the old school Ninja Turtles, not those ones off Nick. So that to me was kind of weird too. It's like, did y'all even do research? Because y'all didn't even, they don't even look like the Turtles from Nick. 
And also, I'm thinking like they could have been like, hmm, Nickelodeon. They love these characters. Well, I see. What can we do to make them really get high for this? And somebody's in the corner like, hey, roll back, roll back. It's got roll back. We we got roll back, y'all, because they don't put it like, yeah, we've been hearing so many people talk about like a fight games with roll back. You see it? We got it. They're not showing us no gameplay, but we got roll back. So I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah. hey, hey, that'll be one thing that it has over Smash. So <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's a little different thing. Wait for the next topic. <laughs> it it could be, you know, so many things be going on with this game. I, mean, I don't know. It could come out and be the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I think the powder toast. Yeah, you know, powder toast. But so it's just like I really think they were just trying to tug on heartstrings, and also like you said, like. It's a neat game. That's one. I just looked this up. SpongeBob remake, which came out last year, sold in with a million copies. So you talking about the I'm, battle for Bikini Bottom? Yeah. Yeah. So I think SpongeBob probably been the only one holding big up in terms of like video games. Um, and like, I know Evil Souls, but with these games, I, don't, I mean, it's not like his Nick that's uh, developing these games. The, the, the guys that are developing it. I already made a Smash like game on Steam. I forgot what it was called. I think I might have even played it before, but it's solid enough, you know, like it functions. But it's just like, and also there's another game that's a, a Smash clone. It's called Rushdown Revolt. Super fire game. Honestly, I feel like it should be the game that gets attention. That game is dope. Like it is. If there was any like substitution for Smash, I would play that. So looking at that, which is free to play on Steam versus this, was I'm probably gonna have to pay. A questionable thirty to sixty dollars for. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, like how how long is the allure of seeing SpongeBob combo infinite somebody on the screen gonna last? It might last a long time. It might not. You know, we don't know. Um, it might be the flavor of the month. I yeah, I, I admit. Yeah. I mean, it might be a game where it's just the flavor of the month for like maybe October or November, and then maybe when we roll into 2022, nobody really is playing it. You know, you never know. And that that'll be sad. And, and it would definitely be said, but like Terrence said also, like, it's probably for the casual people. This game might come out and just everybody buys it. Tell and you, man, like, that all depends on the gameplay, man. You might get in there and do, do infinites with most characters, and they be like, that's going to be a side tournament in the FGC for forever. Yeah. Oh, geez. And I mean, like, parents, like, you know, a lot of parents, like, some of them, when they try to make decisions for buying games, they don't look at that's going to be the first game they go to. Oh. Nigga, well, that's that's safe for my child. I, let me let me buy that. And the kids are like, "Hey, mommy, this SpongeBob in the game. I want that." Like, so you gonna get sales off that just alone? Off parents wanting their get kids to have a game and kids looking on the shelf and seeing SpongeBob. So you gonna get sales off that alone? Hey, you kids know, you might with... make this game blow up, man. It might sell five million copies it's just off SpongeBob yeah. and all these other characters. These kids know. Yeah. So it's Patrick, mommy. And and they like oh well, that's safe for my kid that's the cartoon characters, you know so I I, I hope the game goes well and I mean I really compared to Pokemon because Pokemon was like another game that was different that was made off of a arena fighting game made off like you know cartoon characters in a popular franchise but I mean even it kind of had it had its little did it have a word too or am I tripping? Did what? Pokemon. Yeah. Did, did it have what? Tour? Did it didn't it have like a little tour? Oh, like an FGC World Tour? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. They hey, man. like Ben. Well, did Ben and Namco make that one? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, yeah, they they, game, kind of, they took that game pretty seriously. Like that game was really polished. I have to admit, like it. Yeah. It yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. The fact that it was on the Wii U, that game looked awesome. Yeah. 
Hey man, you know we might get I us some we, get us some Mook All Stars World Championship Series, and then everybody drop everything else, and everybody playing Nick All Stars, man. Yeah, man. Hey man, hey, it might be, it might be. I hope so. I mean, I'm trying to get in there and see what Danny Phantom talking about. That's what I want to see. What's see what's ah. up with Danny Phantom? They need to go ahead and put Timmy in the game, man. You can't make no Nick game and don't have Timmy Turner in it. I mean, that's, that's one thing. SpongeBob, that's Fairly Odd Parents. I mean, them like top five Nick shows you think of. That's one thing that bothers me that you don't have like staple care like Timmy Turner. I would need my I would need my grapplers if if Jorgen Von Schrangle was a grappler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! Jorgen Von Strangle, man. I'll just quickly say this that. Butch Hartman characters, like the creator of like Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, his characters for some reason never look good in 3D. Like if you look at all, oh, all man. the games that are made for like Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, for some reason, I don't know if it's like the way he like the characters are drawn, but like when they're put in 3D, like shape-wise, they look so weird. Like when I looked at Danny in the uh Nick All-Star games, like, yeah, another game where Butch Hartman's his characters they they look like crap in three D. Always make Timmy's <laughs> head look so weird, man. Like just yeah, like even in the yeah. uh, the Timmy versus uh, not yeah, trying to make this Timmy, like a Timmy's power hour. Yeah, he looked weird in three D there. So yeah, that's just kind man. of been consistently a thing where Butch Hartman characters just look very weird in three D. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like you look. I'm like, like all the people in like t- um and what's called the Jimmy Neutron world look kind of weird. But I'm like, and you put Timmy in that world, I'm like, bro, you look even weird by their standards. Like, <laughs> like everybody would look at you like, what the heck? Yeah, it what like is he that? Got, his head is more of a deformity than just a cartoon, like, you know, just a cartoon work, like weird shape drawing. But it actually yeah. looked like he just got punched in the face and then it, it the <laughs> swelling healed, but still swole. And then they just was like, all right, you ready? Roll the camera. But, uh, yeah, so man, they could have. Do they have Jimmy Neutron in this guy? No, not yet. Nope, bro. You see what I'm saying? That, with that's, the dog man. and stuff, and he got all his his machines. Yeah, Goddard. And stuff. Yeah, like how you see, just this discussion alone shows that the possibilities are endless for a game like this, and I think that's why people were hyped to begin with. But if they don't live up to those expectations, then it, like I yeah. said, it'll be just be flavor of the month. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, we yeah gotta, exactly. people got to support this game, man. There's no way. Like possible now, Nigel Thornberry should be in the game, and I can't hear smashing. Like that's just it shouldn't exist. Then (laughs) if if only one person say something, it needs to be him saying smashing. I mean, like that's the thing. Like, like I I don't know. We haven't seen any real gameplay, man. Like they gotta show us something because it's like, like either one or two things. Either either. Either one or two things is happening here. Either they're real so they know that it's gonna blow your mind so much that they don't want to show you yet, or the more likely thing is it's so garbage that they don't want you to see it, so you don't buy it. Like they're like, uh, uh here we we got look, why don't you look at these animations for SpongeBob? Look, he's using he's using a jellyfishing net. Isn't that cool? Yeah, but what about the listen, like look. 
Well, listen, we we got Danny Phantom. We got, we're going to put the Avatar characters in. But what about the game? Ah, now, nah, listen, it comes out in October. Just worry about that, okay? In October, buy the game. You don't need to see gameplay. What, what is gameplay? You don't need Maybe that. closer to launch, it'll have like a KOF 15 style trailer where it shows like all the modes and everything. I think that'd be great if they did that. If they don't, then, I mean, yeah, like you said, it they're probably hiding something. We'll find also, out pretty soon. Also, also, Nintendo's not gonna let them, uh, Nigel say Smash in a Smash clone game, so you <laughs> forget that. Hey man, this is my angle. I was finna say something blasphemous. Let me, if somebody heard that, they'd probably get me up out of here. I was about to make a <laughs> like you know, hey, Nick and Melty Blood come out around the same time frame, man. Maybe Nick might come out and you know, I'll do it, but you know. I ain't gonna say that. I might. Man, you get into a whole to... other discussion yeah, right there. I, 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 yeah, I might man, have to, to check my surroundings when I leave. Out here. Yeah, man. So, but um, we can go ahead and move on to our next topic. I'm sure we giving you some thorough explanations of how we feel about the the Nick game, especially amazing. So we'll go ahead and move on. So there was actually a topic brought up in Reddit. There's this chart of different games that I'll put here on the screen uh, if you're watching on the video and if you're listening to the podcast, hey, man, it'd be like that sometime. But I'll probably actually put the link of the Reddit thread like in the um, in the description of the podcast so you'll know what we're referring to. But they actually had this game to where there's different games of, uh, that cost different prices, ranging from $1 to $6.00. You only have ten dollars to spend, and it's a range of older games to newer games. You have to choose which games that you want to spend your money on to either bring them back into resurgence, uh, to be in newer consoles today, and have better netcode, or just take the games that are out now and just make them have better netcode. So uh, we're gonna play this game, uh, starting with uh, the Super Saiyan himself, Mister Gaming. So, uh, go ahead, man. So, looking at this list, I got ten dollars to spend, right? Well, I see one game that I'm not even going, not even going to give a mention to. So, I'm gonna start with the one dollar list. Um, Power Stone definitely, definitely. If I can have that on a newer system, give it to me. I'm sure everybody wants that. Uh, JoJo, my favorite anime. I desperately want a new fighting game for JoJo. So if I can get that game come back online, newer system, that that would be awesome. So that's two dollars. Um, also, I for, this I think it's Sen, Sengoku Deki. I forgot this game's name, but the character in the Undernight, the Kotsky, he this is the game he's actually originally from. Yeah. I actually went and looked up some gameplay of the game, and it actually looks fire. Looks really I, the characters are dope in this game. The art, so I'm like, yo, if I could. I never played it, but I'm like, I really want to play this. If I could get this, like, redone, this would look awesome. Uh, so that's $3. So let's see here. Uh, Most of your, some of your money in the poverty box, huh? Hey, man, those some, hey, those some solid games, man. Hey, um, let's see. Uh, $2, man. I'm about to skip over that list. OVC two, obviously. So that's that's six dollars. I, I I gotta bring that back. So I got I got four dollars left. Man, 
You got how much? Wait, you spent three dollars in the one dollar section, and then one on a three dollar game. So you spent six dollars. You got four left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have, hold on, hold on, wait. Time out. <laughs> you going to rethink his whole answer? <laughs> Time out. Quick, quick maths. So we're gonna we're gonna scratch it. I'm starting over. One dollar. I'm taking JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking JoJo. Three dollars. I'm taking Marvel Two. That's four. I got six left to work with. Uh, uh, KOF thirteen and five, and then Power Stone. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking Power Stone, JoJo out of one, Marvel Two out of three, and I'm taking KOF thirteen from five. That's my list. I was wondering what you was gonna do with KOF thirteen, man. Yeah, if I could get that game with better net code, man, I probably wouldn't buy fifteen. Wow, <laughs> that is crazy. Sounds like a um, lot logical answer to me, man. Now, which JoJo is this? Is this Eyes of Heaven or All Star Battle? No, that's the original game. Oh, that's the original game, like the Capcom yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's wait, be. wait, Capcom or is it uh who, who was it Arxis that made the 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 two D game? It was Capcom. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Arxis made a JoJo game too, didn't they? Nah, uh, they need to. I might be thinking. Yeah, I be might be. I might be thinking of something else. Never mind. Never mind. No, Arxis made the Fist of the North Star game, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, okay. Never mind. Continue. Um, for me. I don't know, man. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a little bit. I think, like, first off, I'll probably, of course, I'll probably say Soul Calibur 6 would be one of them. I'll probably say Soul Calibur 6. Um, Capcom versus SNK2, I think, would be kind of nice to have uh, come back with, like, uh, with, a, with like rollback netcode and stuff like that to have a resurgence. Yeah, I think that would be really great. So that's four. I would say... Um, from the three dollar of three dollar pile, I would say uh, Persona Four Ultimax because that game was really cool and it and like a lot of people didn't get to play it. And then um, I think um, let's see. Uh, hey, you only have a dollar left, right? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? You don't have it. What games did you choose? You chose CBS. You chose CBS two. Yeah, Capcom versus SNK two, Soul so, Calibur six. All right, so that's and, six dollars uh, left. And then you chose what was the other game? Persona four. Yeah, Persona four Ultimax. Oh, okay, so yeah, you got three dollars. You got three dollars left. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. Yeah. So then I'll probably, I'll probably uh, say like, yeah, I would probably say like the last two I'd probably say would be um, the uh, King of Fighters fourteen and uh, the JoJo. Uh, JoJo game, like the JoJo game was actually <sighs> the JoJo game was actually pretty cool. I played it like a few years ago for the first time, and yeah, especially like there's some of the characters in there, like Kakyoin, were really cool. I think the one character I really liked was um, um, Chaka, which was uh, for those of you who don't know, Chaka is a character in the game where he like he like um, I think like there's a, he has like a, a mechanic where if you do certain moves and he counters them, then he quote unquote remembers them. So they're, I think either less effective or whatever uh, later on in the fight. 
it's actually pretty cool. Um, then of course, Kak Yowen was the trap character. So he had like the, um, kind of like a Testament and Guilty Gear where he kind of like leaves like invisible traps um, over the all over the screen. But the thing was, is that you could actually, as long as you were holding the button, you know, it, it would stay there. So you could either like uh, spring the trap early or or whatever, like, or get rid of it. It was actually, you know, that was a, it was a pretty cool game. Uh, Capcom versus SNK2, I mean, what, I mean, it's Capcom versus SNK2. What more do I need to say? Um, let's see. Um, King of Fighters 14, I liked King of Fighters 14 a lot. I feel like it really didn't get the attention that it deserved. I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know what gravitates me towards these games that don't get any attention, but like, yeah, King of Fighters 14, I, I thought was really cool. They had a decent amount of characters that they added to the roster. Um, it they had the max system. Uh, and if it had like, and if they were to get a resurgence and the right kind of net code, I think it could do a lot better than it did when like it first came out. Um, Persona 4 Ultimax, that game was really cool. I bought, that was a game that I bought actually on release and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. They would think they added, um, added a, a few characters. They added um, Yukari, they added Junpei, they added um, Marie, who I don't care about. And um, they added um, Adachi, who I thought, who I was really hoping that they would add, like, like him, like he's one of my favorite characters, Adachi, like Akihiko. I thought Ken, like um, growing up Ken was really cool, Ken Amata. Uh, let's see, and um, yeah, and Soul Calibur Six because Soul Calibur Six, man, like, like Soul Calibur once again, Soul Calibur Six really didn't get the kind of attention it deserved. And uh, it's still kind of in that position right now. So for it to get a resurgence and the net code sometimes can be a little spotty. So for it to get like rollback, you know, I guess like would um, number one, just by people hearing it had rollback, like people would probably gravitate towards it. And uh, number two, having better net code in general would, you know, just make the ex overall experience playing online better than it or better than it is right now, you know, on, uh, because the way that they've implemented, they have like their whole delay based thing is, it's sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's cool, but sometimes it's absolutely abysmal, man. I mean, it's almost it's almost a shame that they that like the way that the um connections go in that game sometimes. So yeah, I would say yeah, those would be my choices. Uh, um, the JoJo game, um, Capcom versus SNK two, uh, King of Fighters fourteen, um, and uh, um, Soul Calibur six and Persona four Ultimax. I just want to say real quick, who put Grand Blue at $6? Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Like, that's kind of expensive for, I mean, not to say Grand Blue isn't a bad, uh, like, a game that isn't worth anything, but it's like, that's pretty much like the highest tier. Why is it all the way up there, man? Like, I think somebody like the Grand Blue fan. I think probably because out of, like, a lot of the games here, it's the newest. So I think that's probably the reason why. Second seven is... And Guilty Gear is in the four dollar. No, but I'm saying Grand Blue is newer than all these games. I'm saying they got Melee up there though. Melee. Well, Melee is. I mean, whoever came up with this list, I don't know their their logic behind it, but I, I would think that's the reason why it's probably up there is <clears> because yeah, thought, out of all these games, reason. yeah, it's the latest game to come out of everything here. It's the game that came out in 2020. All these other games are like at least two or three years old, at least. But um, Man, like Dragon Ball is recent, and then you go to MVC three and Melee, they're kind of like known as like, you know, God tier, uh, yeah. respectively. 
some reason. Yeah. So my list would be <laughs> my my list is going to be unconventional just because I don't really care as much about bringing back a lot of these classic games. I'd rather honestly have new entries. So I don't care as much about bringing back like Capcom versus SNK two because I'd rather have CVS three. Um, <laughs> but that aside, and and plus some of the games they have up here like. They have the wrong version of Marvel versus Capcom 3. That's vanilla Marvel. I, I don't want that back. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's, that's what I noticed. It's like, there. that's vanilla Marvel. That's not Ultimate. So why would I pay $6 for this one? <laughs> I'm going to assume they just, when they have that up there, they mean just Marvel 3 in general, like Ultimate included. But I, I'm just going to take it at face value. And for me personally, I mean, Marvel 3, you can technically play that uh, uh, via Parsec on PC. So it's not really. You have people that you can play with. I'm, I'm kind of looking at this more like a logical standpoint. It's also bias on my part. But for me, my answer is actually pretty straightforward. I actually would pick Grand Blue, and I'll tell you why. I really like Grand Blue. Like, I think Grand Blue, unfortunately, was like probably the biggest victim of the pandemic because oh, yeah. of its netcode. And it's one of the games that um, kind of brought up the whole rollback discussion or like just better online period because once we were confined to just playing online if your online wasn't good guess what your game's not going to be played so <laughs> it I, I as much as i liked grand blue a lot of people just dismissed it not only because of price like that's side games fault that that's a whole other issue um not enough sales oh, and everything yeah. but also the net code not being good that's the reason why a lot of people just slept on it so i would love to see grand blue get a resurgence if it had rollback and with that that's six dollars and so for four dollars my other answer is actually going to be under night in birth and that's because i think under night is an amazing game and if it had good online i think a lot more people would play it um, and as I've gotten more into like anime fighters over the years, I just have a greater appreciation for them. So I would just love it if Undernight got a resurgence from having really good netcode. And I think both it and Grand Blue, especially Undernight, Undernight has been on sale plenty of times. So people would definitely pick that up if it had good online. Grand Blue, it needs a better sale than what it has. Like it went on sale on PSN like maybe two or three weeks ago or so. And it was like 40% off. And it's like, that's still not enough, <laughs> especially since you have to buy like the season passes and everything's like this game need the base game needs to be $20 and the season passes, at least season one, they need to cut that in half because you still have to pay like 30 some odd dollars for season two. So it's like, come on, side games, Go, give this game a sale. It, like you, you, you're screwing up that this. Yeah. So <laughs> long story short for me. Yeah. Grand blue and under night, just cause I really like those games. And I think they would benefit from getting better online. A lot of these other games, they still have strong communities, even without online, good online, uh, Marvel two. I would love, I mean, we have the whole free MVC two thing going on right now. And I would definitely love to see it come back cause it deserves to come back. Um, but I mean, that's on, Disney and Marvel at well uh Marvel and um more so on Marvel than it is Capcom at this point. Uh a lot of these other games like Street Fighter 5 is like there's no point for me to bring that back cuz I mean Street Fighter 6 is on the way. Um Smash, I mean that that has a big enough community. It doesn't need better online. I mean people are going to play it but just cuz it's Smash. Fighters it, it'd be nice if it had better online. I don't really play fighters like that. That game is just way too chaotic for me, but 
it'd be yeah. nice if it did have better online. But yeah, just with the ten dollars I have, I'll go with Grand Blue and Undernight. Those are gonna be my picks. It's crazy with the Smash community because they know that game has horrible netcode and they still won't plug in the Ethernet. Hey, they made yeah, their I own. Know, right? They made their own game with rollback in it, so it's like. <laughs> They, well, they they made the melee anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Smash Ultimate, like they just know that game is trash online. They still won't plug in the Ethernet. It's just like Wi-Fi boys forever. But <laughs> um, so yeah, so I guess for me, I I guess I'll give an opinion. But I mean, just starting off with the six dollar tier, like I don't think I'd do anything from there. Like Grand Blue has probably some of the most beautiful cinematics that I've ever seen. Like as far as like watching a game, like when they do the uh, specials and things like that, like it's it's really like watching a movie. Uh, Dragon yeah. Ball don't care. Marvel versus Capcom three. I mean they're doing like parsec and stuff now with that. I think so. It's really doing good. Uh, Melee they got Slippy. So you know, really I don't think there's no need to do anything there. Smash Ultimate just talked about that. Um, really though, when I get to K uh the KOF 13, man, I remember when uh James and Devin and all them used to play this game, man. Like every time they put it in the system, music soul child so beautiful would just start playing in the atmosphere. Like that game is so aesthetically pleasing, like it looks so good. So I'm gonna just go ahead to have to spend five off the rip for KOF 13 to bring that back and just have that with decent netco on like a PS5. Man, that mess would look gorgeous as the uh, angry dude would say um so after that um i only have five dollars left so after that i mean power stone definitely i mean i'd like to bring power stone back right now so that means i'm left with four dollars um you know i wanted to slick say street fighter five just so it could really go out with like a super bang to have like you know the decent echoes and stuff like that but we wrapping that on up man you know six six is about to be on the way soon so we wrapping that on up but with my four dollars left i i'd have to go ahead and pick uh the other super aesthetically pleasing you know, I would want to say Samurai Showdown because that game is just not getting a fair shake, man, period. Like, it, and it's horrible. But I just have to go with the other beautiful game that when I look at Music Soul Child plays, and that's Under Night and Birth. Um, like, that that game is just beautiful, too. It's, it's, it's frequent. I feel like the same way what Terrence said, like, if he had rollback, he'd get a better shot, you know, a better chance and things like that. So... You know, that's that's how I go. I'd go KOF 13, Undernight, and Power Stone. So anybody else got anything they want to add before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I made a commentary. I, I didn't know how this list was going because when I first looked at it, I thought it was like older to newer. Then I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, you got current games like mixed in. So that's why I was like, the bottom okay, man, it's all old games, and you got CVS and doing little Street Fighter. I was like, wait, Street Fighter SC6, and you got Marvel too. Like, wait, so I, I'm just, I, I would like to know what they were, how they're basing this list. I don't know if are they basing it on like how good the games were, how popular, or age, but as I the first I look at, I just get more confused. So, for our next topic. We're talking about rollback netcode. So recently, since we've been in this whole pandemic, which has been over a year now, 
rollback netcode has been the big conversation of just your games have to have rollback now, which I guess you can kind of say is like really unfair to a lot of developers because, you know, the pandemic suddenly happens and then people looking at them now like, what you going to do now? I know your game was already being made, but what you going to do? You better not drop it without netcode, you know? So do we feel like that trend will eventually kind of like settle down because um, we know it's only big right now because of the pandemic, but you know, obviously nobody's expecting to be like this for the end till the end of time. So do you think it'll eventually die off or do you think that's something that they'll keep up that it's really, really important because, you know, before this, you know, when we can go to locals and meet up and stuff like that, netcode has been what it's been. People talked about it, but it has been nowhere near as big as it is now. So starting with you, Mr. Game and Lift, do you feel like the rollback trend is something that needs to continue? You feel like it'll die off? Give us your thoughts. I don't feel like we should die off. I just feel like just put decent internet, decent uh, net play in fighting games. Because, I mean, half the time, most games is KF13. Perfect example, great fighting game, but the online was trash. And it's like, you want people to have a good experience online so they can, like, enjoy the game, learn the game, actually play it. I mean, online and offline are definitely different. So no matter how good your connection is, it's probably not going to quite feel like offline, but at least give somebody something close enough to where they can get good practice sessions in online so they can, you know, actually go and play people offline. Because, um, you know, being all, let's say somebody that's an online warrior, that's all they have. It's like, and they get a chance to get, like, to offline environment. If they can't, if they've never been able to play somebody with a decent connection, maybe that connection is bad. It's like, they don't get offline and be like, yo, I can't even really compete right now because... Like, what I'm used to is so drastically different. It's like, I have to, like, really learn how to get used to it. I got to, you know, I'm playing with race on online with these these connections. So I just feel like we should just, they should just, like, focus on giving people um, better net play overall. Like, I don't, I, I know it's a trend now, but it's like, it shouldn't really be a trend that this B won't have good online play in a game that has online play. <laughs> like, it's all like. Why even put online play in the game if it's not gonna be decent? Like just leave it out, you know. Um, and of course, we all know that like we used to have like offline split screen. So back in the day, it was like where everybody's playing in person. But it's like now things have changed. People don't people move away. People are not always you know in contact with each other personally. So if you're gonna put it in the game as a priority, prioritize it. And I mean, I know these developers they like, they still have to. They still have to worry about the casual audience, but at the same time, the FGC has had a big impact on a lot of these developers, and they they all love the FGC and like the the competitive scene. So, if you know that that's important, like make sure it does decent too. So, um, I just say, I hope it continues. I don't want it to really be a trend. Just like I hope the developers understand, like let's try to make this a priority. Like, and when people talk about it's, it's hard, this that, and third to implement this. Like, I don't know, man. I'm not a game developer, but I don't know if it's I don't know. If you just prioritize it from the start, I don't think it should be that hard. But then again, I, again, I'm not a developer. I don't know about all this stuff, how to implement it. But it's like, if you go, like, we've been doing this for, like, for years now, for decades, shooting games, all kind of games. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, it's there's two, two players. It ain't like a game like Apex Legends when it's, like, 60 to 100 people in the same game. It's literally just two connections connecting together. So if I can play Fortnite against 98, 99 other people and have decent connection, I should have a decent connection against one person. So that's my take on that. I, I hope it 
not the trend, but I just hope their prioritization of putting good uh, net play in fighting games continues. Man, at the end of the day, selling fighting games, selling games is a business. If there if there's a, a problem that comes up and they got a solution that'll help you make more money, ain't no mountain high enough. They, they should be they should want to figure it out if they really want to like put it in and help their game. So, but yeah, sorry, you may not keep taking your time. That's all good, man. Well, um, yeah, I think like I'm 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 definitely like on the side of like having better better net code like having better net play like, i think that's always a good thing i don't know it's just like the the only thing about rollback is is that it is like i think it's good i think it's cool but what my, my i guess my only issue is is that when it's always it's almost like put forward in a lot of cases as if like um rollback is like the answer to all problems regarding online play you know what i mean or if like you know your game is automatically good now all of a sudden because you got rollback which definitely isn't the case you know what i mean it's like it's almost like it's like developers know that or at least the pr the people who do like the uh public like the pr know that everybody wants rollback so what they do is like oh well we got rollback and then everybody's everybody's eyes immediately light up like oh my gosh rollback and it's like yeah but is the game good like did you make like did you develop the game properly so i'm not necessarily again i'm not against rollback or anything like that i'm just like make sure that like are you imp- number one? Are you implementing it correctly? Number one, because I remember playing what was it um, uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike online, and the way that rollback was implemented in that game, at least the way that that I w- I experienced it, was not very good. It just wasn't great. It was it was really irritating actually. It's like half the time I'm just like I'm I'm kicking somebody in the face, and then all of a sudden we're back to neutral, and they have their health back. Like it was one of the most annoying things I'd ever seen in my life, and that was. That was one of the reasons I was really skeptical, actually, when we were talking about putting, like, implementing rollback into all these games. I'm like, if we're going to, if if it's going to look anything like that, I don't want anything to do with it. So, I mean, so far I've seen, like, at least, especially, like, in, like, Guilty Gear Strive and stuff like that, that, though, that it's been implemented properly. But at the same time, I just don't, my, I'm, I'm hoping that we keep going in the direction of making better internet connections, like, and better net code for all games universally but at the same time i don't want to pretend like just putting rollback into your game is like so is like the like the greatest thing ever like it's good but it's not definitely doesn't solve every other problem that you might have with your game and that's what it always not necessarily what i hear everybody saying but it's usually what it feels like is being like that's the that's the energy that i always get the vibe i get for uh, when people putting forward that like oh yeah now that you got rollback in this game now all of a sudden it's a good game when it's like no it's good it's like this game had a whole bunch of other problems now i just get to experience how crappy the game is and like and in full speed you know what i mean like it's like uh, i don't know about that man so i don't know like i I really like like i said i hope we hope we keep um developing better and better net code for games like rollback like it's good good start but let's not pretend like this is the thing that's going like this is like the holy grail of like online of online play man so this is a topic that i actually have a lot to say about just because this isn't new (laughs) this is not new as much as people want to pretend that it's something new it isn't we've been begging this is almost like a um it's like a cultural difference not i mean cultural but it's more a matter of Japan is obviously smaller than America and like other countries. It's like a connection here from the West coast to the East coast on like delay based 
it's not going to work. It's just too, there's too much distance. Whereas in Japan, for them, delay-based netcode works fine because Japan's like the size of California. It's a bit bigger than California, but it's around the same size. And because of that, there's not really as much of an issue when they have delay-based netcode. But again, we've been begging Japanese developers, and it's mostly Japanese developers now anyway, we've been begging them since pretty much Street Fighter 4 to have better netcode. And is rollback always the answer? Not necessarily, especially rollback has gotten better over time. When it was first coming out um, uh, for certain games, it didn't work properly. And like uh, E was saying, it needs to be properly imp implemented. Like rollback isn't just the solution in and of itself. It needs to be properly implemented rollback because Street Fighter Cross Tekken, um, uh, shoot, um, Street Fighter V, both those games have rollback netcode. A lot of people forget that, that those games have rollback and they didn't, did not make those games automatically good. The way Capcom implemented the rollback, it did not function well at all with those games. Like it, Street Fighter V still has problems to this day. But I'm tired of making excuses for these devs when it comes to online. Fighting games are like the only genre where we still have problems with our online a decade later after the PS3 360 generation. No other genre has the problems that on, with online that fighting games have. And I get it. Fighting games, it's a peer-to-peer -peer connection, which means that it relies mostly on how your actual connection is. So it depends on whether you're wired or you're wireless, whether you're like using broadband or you're using fiber. I get that, you know, that changes how things work. But the fact that all these other games out here run fine online. Like usually when we review other games, netcode or like netplay is never brought up. When I hear stuff about Call of Duty, I never hear like, oh, the netcode is terrible. Like you, you, I hear every now and again, people will say like, oh, I might be like jumping from place to place, but that just might come down to like your personal connection. Or, um, I mean, the most I hear about online when it comes to like shooting games is like cheating. Yeah, I hear about that way. Personal connection, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, like I usually hear way more about like cheating and stuff like that as opposed to like the net code itself. So fighting games, this is nothing new. We've had this problem for a long time. And it's just the fact that unfortunately it came down to us being in a pandemic where we were locked in our houses and we had no choice but to play online that Japan had to finally come to the realization, oh snap, our online structure, it doesn't work for other countries. So yeah. I want this discussion to continue. I, I don't think games should be increasing in price and the online not be good. That's unacceptable. If Street, when Street Fighter 6 comes out and it's $70 and it still has bad online, guess what? That's bad on Capcom. There's no excuse for it anymore. And I, I kind of get tired of hearing like this apologist stuff that people are making saying like, eh, well, you know, the net code, it doesn't need to be that good it's like no we should not be paying for games nowadays and then online be bad when every when a lot of solutions have been made like mkx did it like i mean i mean wb they have I mean, nrs they have money to you know make to to pretty much add um roll back to their game make the online better so i mean that's something in and of itself but they were willing to gut their online and restructure it to make it work and then ki when it came out in 2013 it had good online. It wasn't the best net code ever, but KI still to this day has really functional online. And Guilty Gear Strive has followed in that path where um from to my understanding, like the developers of KI, they said that Strive 
is an even better version of rollback than what they put in their game. And like, come on, KI, that's a game from 2013. We should not still be having this discussion as to whether like online should be good or not. And we're in 2021. I'm sorry. It's just something that I feel strongly about that. I don't think that as games get more and more expensive, that online should just be excused. Like more, most people like casuals, they're going to play online. Not everybody's going to go to offline FGC events, especially now, like, heck, we're at almost at the end of 2021. And offline events still haven't really come back like that so we're more than likely gonna be online a bit more in the future than well, a bit longer than we thought so from now on like i can understand any game that came out before 2020 if you don't have rollback it is what it is i get that a lot of japanese developers they didn't have people on their staff or like the development team who maybe knew anything about about rollback and implementing it I'm willing to forgive that. But moving forward, now that we're in the PS5 and um, I always forget what the Xbox is called, the Series X. Man, those names always get so confusing. Yeah. Now that we're <laughs> in this new console generation, there is no excuse, in my opinion, for any game coming out to have bad online. Just because we're mostly going to be pay- playing online. There's no excuse for it to be bad. Other genres of games don't have this problem. Fighting game developers, they need to do better. I mean, I think that once we finally get online um, um, down pat, then the conversation needs to shift to crossplay because I think that that's very important as well. We need to no longer have like these segregated um, console bases of people playing like, oh, you, do you have like this version of the game? Do you have that version? Like everybody should just be able to play together now, especially since so many other genres of games are going that direction. Fighting games just need to stop lagging behind and need to get with the times. I mean... That's my take on it. It might sound like a rant. It might sound angry, but I kind of just get tired of people apologizing for this and acting like it doesn't matter. Online matters. (laughs) When we play these games, we're going to get online. We're not going to always play offline. I'm not going to go drive 300 miles to go see Devin to play offline. We're going to play online. So (laughs) make it work. (laughs) That's all I'm asking. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. You, you know, we appreciate you for the clips of the week. But uh, yeah, Terrence is is definitely right, man. This isn't anything that's new. When uh, I first was coming into fighting games and stuff like that, I was hearing all the way back then people were saying like the you know trying to play online and stuff like that was bad. And it's really taken to like this pandemic for developers to really just have it in their face. They're like, look, you can no longer run from this, you know. Like, you was able to avoid it for a while, like, with fighting games. Yeah, it's mostly, like, two people coming together fighting. You can really get away with it, you know, people doing it, you know, um, on a local level. Because when it comes to, like, you know, shooting games and stuff like that, like, it's not likely you're going to get 10 to 12 people all to come together in one house and play all in the same place. Like, so they really had to, you know, have make sure their online was, was good, but... Like I said, just like it seems like it's it's gotten to a point now where it seems like these developers, because you know, it's 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 sad that we're at a point to where if I said that so Street Fighter Six could come out and have delay best delay best Nate code, you would not think that's far fetched. You would be like, eh, it's possible, and like it shouldn't be like that. Like, period. Like, I I shouldn't I shouldn't say that, and you'd be like, that's plausible, you know. Like it, it shouldn't happen. So, and it's a shame. Like it's, it seems like I'm glad that Arxis, you know, with Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Terrence, you know, named Ki Mk. I'm glad they're kind of setting like a pattern, to where it's like 
it's getting to a point now where they're going to set a standard to where if you're coming out and you're not reaching this standard, it don't matter if you Street Fighter or Capcom or whatever, you go get shamed. And you should, because yeah. it's 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 like Terrence, like we're the only ones still talking about this. Like, and even if we start getting back to like tournaments and stuff like that coming back, whatever, whatever, like the FG, I'm pretty sure the FGC is still going to, people are still going to want to throw online tournaments and stuff like that. It's easier than to have to set up and go get a venue and all this other stuff, whatever, whatever. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're getting to a point. So it's going to get to a point to where like, if you just don't have this, like your game's going to be shamed. You know, and you're really gonna hurt yourself from what you could have reached and what you could have done if you had just came out in the first place and did the right thing. So, do the right thing, yeah. Capcom. We looking at you. I shouldn't be able to say that about six. <laughs> People shouldn't believe that. It should be a zero percent chance that that's gonna happen. Why are you like yeah. this? Do better. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, uh, and, and I agree else. absolutely with E. Is that you know like rollback in of itself does not make a game like if a game doesn't have like it doesn't make the base game in of itself bad it's kind of like grand blue grand blue doesn't have rollback it is not a bad game because of that it's the game at its at its surface like at, on its face is not bad because it is it doesn't have rollback it's just that if you want to play online which the majority of people want to do you're not going to have a good experience with it that's the only thing and if there's ever some net code that um is more advanced than rollback that comes out by all means go with that i don't care what the net code is called as long as it works <laughs> so. yeah yeah like you know and kind of like i mean like this is kind of a side note but it's like you know in addition to like you know the whole rollback issue like the whole like uh like we should like they're like like we were talking about how like every other genre of games like um first person shooters and stuff have already like you know they're all they're not having the same problems that we do in terms of like you know netcode and stuff like that not really and i think and in addition to that a lot of those things have like a lot of them have like you know cross play and stuff like that and we're still like in like the dark ages when it comes to like cross play like you still you have to oh well what system do you have it on you know what I mean? you know what i mean and i've been saying this for a few years now that it's like when you when you meet somebody and you're playing a game and you're like okay cool man you're a really cool person what console do you have like tekken on or what console do you have street fighter on and it's like oh well actually i have it on um I have it on a what's called on a, on a PlayStation, and you're like, oh well, I got it on Xbox. So I mean, I guess like you know, the only time we can play is if I come over to your place, you come over to my place, or if we meet here at the uh, at a venue or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like there's so many issues like in the F in like the, for fighting games with like our online. Like it's not even just like rollback. Like we got it. Like like we're still like so far behind in terms of like you know compatibility between consoles and stuff like that. And like I mean, that's kind yeah. of out of out of i mean that, that's out of our hands you know what i mean like that's completely out of our hands like we just basically have to sit here and just wait for everybody to kind of get on the same page but i mean when is that going to happen there have been so many games that have come out that would have been so many games that would have benefited from like a cross play like stuff like samurai showdown soul mm -hmm. caliber because like every fight every every fighting game that, except for street fighter right now because street 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 fighter and killer instinct because if you have killer uh, killer instinct on whatever console you have it on that's got cross play right so like there's like so many like there are only a handful of games that have cross play and you know like so in the handful of games 
like, like, like now people are getting like, you know, the, the internet, like the net code is getting better, but it's like, it's not all of them. And there's so many games that were left behind in the dust and games that were legitimately good that could have done really well. That basically like when it hinged mostly on the net play and how like you have like all these like fractured communities, like that's basically like you have so many fractured communities. Like, oh, well, I have it on PC. I have it on PlayStation. Guess we can't play together. And, you know, then people have to start picking sides and then one and then usually one console gets more attention than the other. It almost always happens. Like even on Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur runs like run like Soul Calibur on my PC runs amazingly. It runs amazingly, but it doesn't matter because I can't find a match in ranked mode. So like it, like okay, great. It runs really well when I'm searching for players, which is all I'm going to be doing for the next two hours. Meanwhile, on PlayStation, like it might not run as well as it does on on PC on PlayStation, but it does. But you know what? Okay, like you know, there's mad people on there. Like the player base is so much like bigger, and like it's it, it's like man, like we're just so far behind. Like you can play like all these different games, like Fortnite and stuff, cross platform and everything like that. Like you know, Call of Duty, like we just mentioned, Call of Duty, Apex Legends, like all of these games, all these first person shooter games that have like like I'm definitely saying like. 60 to 100 people, 60 to 100 people all in the same area interacting with each other in real time. And for some reason, we cannot get like we like for something like they, they were developers refused. I don't know if they can or can't, they ref can't or they refuse to, they won't like that. They cannot like get to the point where it's like two people, two people in the same, same game can like interact with each other in real time and not have any problems, not have any hiccups. It's mind boggling. And eventually, like, it's gonna start to affect their bottom line. And then I guess like when it starts affecting their bottom line and how people perceive their games online, then people are gonna be like, oh, okay, well now, you know, but I'm like, you should have been doing that the whole time. I'm almost, yeah. I'm 100%, I'm almost, I, if they started fixing it now, I don't mean to sound like, you know, like a jerk, but I'd almost feel like, I, I feel like, like insulted, like offended, like, yo, it took you, like, why did it take you so long to do this? You should have done this before. Now you're doing it only because like it affected, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, it just goes to show how, how invested they are in like the, the satisfaction of the players, not necessarily, like it's all about sales. And we know it's all about sales and like, but it's like supposed to be subtle, right? It shouldn't be like, oh, we own, we know that it's all about sales. Like on the surface, you should at least be pretending like you're committed to player satisfaction. But then it's like, oh, well, you know, now, now we're losing money. We might as well fix it. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, it's just, like I said, I, I get any game that doesn't have rollback now. I, I understand, especially for um, like 3D games, it's hard to implement it when the game is done. Like you can't just retroactively add rollback like that. It's not easy. So that's why any game that is out now and doesn't have rollback, it is what it is. We'll just put that off to the side. We won't worry about it. But any game moving forward, the online needs to be um, something they pay attention to and actually care about. Because it's like, hey, no rollback, no buy. I'm... <sighs> I think that that should be that should continue to be a thing just because we have to put pressure on these developers to get them to realize it's like, hey, online's important. And if you want us to buy your game, your online needs to be up to snuff. We yep. like I would I I'll put it this way. I played Marvel 3 in 2011 um with this bad online. We're now 10 years later in 2021, and there are games that are still following that same kind of net code 
a decade later. It's like you all haven't learned anything in a decade on in terms of how to make this better. Come on now. Like Devin, you and I, we were complaining in college about connections on Marvel all the time. And to have the same problem 10 years later is like, no, this isn't acceptable. <laughs> Be honest, I the worst my worst experiences with online is Street Fighter Five and um Dragon Ball. It's just oh, yeah? it's the worst. Like Street Fighter Five, it's the way they implemented the rollback, they just I don't know what the heck they did. I'd <laughs> rather play Marvel and rather play Care than to play Dragon Ball and uh, Street Fighter Five online. Yeah, so I don't that, know, man. That's just me. And but, that's the thing about fighting games is that um, because it requires such precise inputs, anytime there's any kind of delay with it, it's just going to throw the whole game out of whack. And it's not like yeah. rollback is the ultimate solution to it because there are problems with rollback. I mean, you can experience actual rollback in the game. But at least it's a better solution when it's properly implemented than delay base is right now. Delay base works if like I'm if you're like within like what maybe like a couple of states of each other. Like I know you and I, Devin, when we play each other, it's usually fine on like a delay based game. But if you start spreading it out a little bit more, like I can't imagine playing in Europe. Like Europe is is probably yeah. all over the place if you have delay based netcode. <laughs> Yeah, coast to coast, like not great, man. Like yeah. just use. Like imagine being in um the UK and playing somebody in Russia. That probably. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, like, it's man. like the whole thing we were talking about, like people here playing people and like you know, like the whole thing with Brazilian Kens and stuff like that, right? Like it's yeah. like, oh man, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like delay base, like. Ugh. I mean, even rollback still kind of stretches it sometimes because you um you still like the connection between America and Japan. It's it's stable somewhat. It's kind of like eh, but it's not perfect. I'll put it that way. Because yeah. hey, during that um during the Guilty Gear uh U.S. versus Japan uh, exhibition, there were definitely some times when the connection was messing with a lot of people. So. Even rollback isn't like, um, rollback isn't like the end all be all fix everything solution. Like it's just right now yeah. the best thing that we have. And until something else is made, that's what we have yeah. to go with. You know, hopefully yeah. maybe by the end of this decade, we'll have some superior online or maybe everybody will have access to fiber optic internet. I, I don't know. Maybe that'll I don't know, man. make a big That'd difference. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, that, Cause I know. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead, man. I was gonna say easier say everybody have fiber optic, man. That that that's that's a pipe dream that I would like to happen, but I don't know if that would ever <laughs> ever be done. Yeah, not the way the US is structured. It would take a lot longer yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, here, Especially more like a rural communities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I play like I have a friend who lives in like Canada. He lives in like, he lives in Canada and not even like the northern part of Canada, I think like the southern part of Canada. And like you know, we we have issues, man. We have we have issues playing playing uh, Guilty Gear Strive online, and I'm just like, wow, man. Like, yeah, like you said, it's not like it's not the ultimate solution, but it's the best thing we have right now. You know, it's like yeah. pretty much the best thing. But like, that's the thing. My my issue isn't that you know, like rollback is a thing. My issue is, like I said, like my issue is just that people try to pass it off as this is the ultimate solution to our internet problem. I'm like, nah, man. Like, it's wouldn't no matter what happens, like it's 
it, it all it, it really comes down to like what the situation because everybody has a different situation in different areas man it's not like yeah. you know there's no standardized uh what's called like there's no standardized thing for like internet across the world not even across a state not even across yeah. not, not even in the same city not even on the same block you know what i mean in most cases like so like one person could have like verizon the other person could have like you know at&t or something like that you know it's like who knows right it's it's all like there's no standard for that so it, it all comes like there's a whole bunch of factors and like rollback netcode having good netcode is only taking care of one factor and a bunch of factors that you have to um have to tackle in order to be able to play a game properly on the line true very yeah. true yeah that's yeah. you know you did you did you're not wrong at all about that you know yeah it's just it's the best thing that we have right now so it's the the only solution that we have at the moment <laughs> bottom as yeah. terrence said earlier that's the bottom line bottom line is fgc developers fighting game developers to give us some decent internet to play with so you don't have to be out here struggling <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, nothing we is going to be offline. Yeah, n nothing is ever going to be offline. Don't get me wrong, but it's just that yeah. if you have to play online, I would leaks at least like it to be functional. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like I still, th no, I don't think online tournaments are ever going to replace offline tournaments, just because offline is still the superior way to play each other. But yeah, um, while we are online, let's have that experience at least be optimal. Is that too yeah. much to ask for? <laughs> Apparently. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've reached the end of yet another episode of Input Output. Um, thank you guys once again for joining us. If you stayed this long, we basically had two hours of recording. So if you stayed this long, we appreciate it. But uh, yeah. so we can go ahead and go, uh, go ahead and get to our closing remarks. Uh, that usually end up in salt. So starting with you, Mr. Gaming Lift, what do you want to let the people know? Well, people out there, get your big boy britches ready for Nick All-Stars. This is about to come through, sweep the FGC, sweep the nation. Everybody's going to be playing. Nobody's going to be playing. You have a fight game anymore, so just get ready. Um, Spanish Bob's going to be top tier. Somebody's going to have an infinite. So just get ready for it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can survive this onslaught that we're going to uh, curve, so hey, I don't can't stop it. So you might as well join them. So Nick All Stars, get ready. Um, on the other hand, uh, again, like we said, uh, FGC developers. The bottom line is we want some better netcode for our games. Don't make me have to, you know. Now nah, I'm just trying. Let's <laughs> see. My my uh, my favorite line is. Clinic. Yeah, people call me one punch man. I was like. Every time I get mad or something, I'm like, I'm going to go to the headquarters, like the building, and just punch the building so they can't develop the games anymore. So, but no, I'm just glad to be back for another episode. Uh, had some pretty good topics this week. Got a, two hours. We got a lot. We talked about some of these for a good length of time, but I mean, it's good discussion, things that need to be talked about um, inside the community. So, I'm just glad to be back for another episode. Um, and like I said, again, I will reiterate get ready for uh, Nick Alt. Nick All Star. I was about to say Brawl Stars, but uh, Nick All Star. So I'm handing out to E, uh, and he give us his closing remarks. Yeah, I'm sure he'll Man, agree about Nick All Stars. They should have called. They should have called it Nick Brawl Stars. Nick Brawl Stars. They should have called it that, man. They should have called it Nickelodeon Brawl Stars. What a missed opportunity! Oh man. Now, I, if that's the if that's not an indication that the game is going to be bad, I don't know what else is, man. Like that's. That's pretty much it, man. They might have, they might have, 
since Brawlhall is a thing, I don't know, maybe. Brawlhall might be maybe. That's our stuff. Ball is ours, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we watch call. It. We um we claim the word brawl, man. That's us. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Like that. Oh, thanks to Mr. Game and Lift for that pass off. It's your boy MC Amazing saying once again thanks to everybody for coming in for another version of the Input Output Show. As always, it's great to be on the show with these fine uh, fine gentlemen. Um, you know, just getting out here, like, you know, just throwing out my uh, ridiculousness and my <laughs> opinions about uh, fighting game topics and stuff. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little, little crazy with it. Sometimes I'm really off base, but, you know, like people tolerate it anyway. So I appreciate that. Um, as always, um, you know, make sure you check out the Patreon. We are like our, our lovely Patreon for our lovely patrons. Thanks to those of you who have, um, who have uh, subscribed to the uh, Patreon. We really appreciate y'all. And of course, we appreciate everybody who like not only like comments, but likes and uh, likes and shares our work. Like it really means a lot to us. We appreciate y'all because you know, like the the highest form of like of, of praise is for you guys to go out there and tell people about like TVFGC and what we do around here. So thank y'all very much for that. Um, and uh, I mean, like, that's pretty much all I got to say this week. I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to our boy, T.O. The Flow. All right. Thank you, E. I know this 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 podcast was definitely interesting. I know we we went on and um on on a, a tangent on a couple of topics, like with the Nick All-Stars, Brawl Stars, <laughs> Nick Brawl Stars. We, we went in on yeah. that one. I think we could have said even more about that. That could have been like a whole, like, 30-hour long, 30-minute hour long discussion, if need be. Uh for the net code, you know, we discussed all that and our thoughts, you know, definitely some topics that we're passionate about. And hey, that's what we like to bring here to input output is the passion, you know, we're just giving you all our opinions and hey, you all, you know, jump in the comments at any time, whether it be the videos or the podcast themselves, you know, let us know what you think. That's, you know, this this show, I mean, it's, it's about us expressing our opinions, but we also want to know what the audience think. What do the, the people think? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just appreciate the support that everyone has been giving TVFGC, um, whether it's on social media, YouTube, or listening to the podcast episodes. Even after we record the episodes, I like going back and listening to them just to see how the conversation flowed and just to uh, uh, kind of go back and listen to see what I said. Like, huh, did I really say that? <laughs> I guess I did kind of thing. <laughs> so it, it's always just fun just to be on here and to hang out with all of you and just discuss fighting games, the thing that all of us are passionate about, that we, um, we've been playing. A lot of us have been playing fighting games since childhood. And even if you haven't been playing since childhood, no better time to start playing fighting games than now. If you see something that you're interested in and you want to get into it, go for it you know the fgc is welcoming of everyone and hey we all just want to get better together or just enjoy the games together so i thank you all for continuing to listen to the podcast and supporting tv fgc and now i'll pass it off to rexon max for closing remarks um i definitely well first of all let me say like it's it's just an honor to be here once again amongst friends and compadres that actually will sit around and talk about fighting games with you for two hours um for what we're doing so you know that's pretty dope um but i mean i agree with mr gaming lift you know this nick uh all-stars brawl is about to come and you know sweep the fgc nation you know just like the fire nation did at one point um and you know it's just gonna be an amazing thing you know all those you know haters those people that wear top hats and glasses that like soul caliber six not calling nobody in particular 
but just those type of people like they don't know what they're talking about uh never have they never will they so you know just make sure that you keep your get yourself ready you know you might as well just go ahead and pick you a main right now because it's happening you know um and outside of that you know just you know happy to be here once again glad that terrence is joining us once again he's a, a regular irregular you know so he just comes on whenever he feels like it uh but hopefully we can get him on here some more and yeah man well, yeah just... you'll be seeing more of me <laughs> well there we go i know <laughs> uh spoiler for those who i guess for that's watching now keem reached out to me and said he want to come on next week so we gonna try to get keem on next yeah. week so you know um I think he, I think he can, he wants to record on Saturday, so we'll have to work that out, but yeah, so, you know, just, and then we saw somebody, uh, uh, no sleep or he, he, uh, mentioned TVFGC on Twitter that he was playing our videos and, uh, the gaming lounge that he works at, so yeah. that was, that was oh, pretty that's great, that's some great promo, so hopefully, you know, people enjoyed the content and stuff like that. And we just thank y'all for the continued support, you know. Uh, we we love the grind, and we just respect everybody, love everybody who's here right now in the beginning stages, you know. And when things get bigger, you'll be able to say you was here in the beginning. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but that's all I have. So, um, see you guys on the next Input Output show. Uh, don't listen to top hat, top hat shade wearing, you know, individuals. And peace out. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Later. Love, love, peace, and hair grease, everybody. <laughs>